Are you tired of the mainstream media and all of their lies and deceit? Are you tired of the hypocrisy and lies coming from our elected officials? If so, you've come to the right place. This is the Jesse Rosinski Show, and it starts right now. Now to start off right away after a pretty decent weekend, I'd say. Hopefully the weather didn't completely suck where you were because there was a lot of that. All I accomplished was cutting the grass, really. But then we can get into just a little more, a few tidbits on all these mass shootings we're hearing about and how now they need to do all these you know unconstitutional things to people's you know Second Amendment rights because of them. Hell, even President Biden during his first press conference or whatever you want to call that abomination. I mean, the man literally lost his train of thought mid-sentence. Did it more than I do. And I'm pretty good at doing it if you ask people to talk to me on the telephone. You know, but mass shootings. You know, it's amazing how we heard about the one in Georgia. The handgun outside all those massage parlors. I believe it was three separate massage parlors. Eight people dead. Yeah, you know, and they immediately again already went over. They immediately went to his, you know, racism, xenophobia, all these things. Like immediately, that's where all, most of the media went automatically. And politicians and all of them. Because, you know, of course it had to be xenophobia and racism. Was it because the person had like legit problems with like drugs and a sex addict and you know, like the parents kicked him out like all kinds of just bad things going on there then we move on to the one Colorado which again another tragedy 10 people dead unnecessary but that one they automatically went after it why because that fit into their narrative of them trying to get rid of these weapons, even though we went over the numbers enough times. And, well, you can add shotguns and rifles together, multiply it by like three. You know, we'll go with two safely. Almost three. Almost three. And that's how many you know people get killed. You know, that Almost three is knives. People you know, get killed with knives. Compared to, you know, rifles and shotguns combined. You can multiply them by many things if you don't combine them. But immediately that went to the gun thing. Never mind the person had any of these rage issues. Obviously, it's been told many times to the media now that he had been caught playing with what looked like, you know, a rifle according to you know, family members two days before and they took it away from him. Only they didn't let him have it back. But the big thing is they go after those. And those are the ones where, of course, they have like their senator leadership in these states, you know, brandishing their, you know, to put the air quotes right, assault style. Because they're idiots and that, let's do it like they do it. Um, weapons, you know, brandishing those firearms. And, you know, taking pictures with them, of course. You know, they have to go after them because, you know, those people aren't Democrats. And look at us and our firearms. Aha, we believe in the Second Amendment. So they have to, you know, bastardize them and make them out to be terrible, terrible human beings. And it's amazing how they heard about those. 
Um, so, but why didn't we hear about the one in Chicago that happened the Sunday before even the one in Atlanta happened? Where two people were killed and at least 13 were injured on the 14th of March. Why didn't we hear about that at all? Not one word about that at all. And in fact, in that weekend in Chicago, a total of 40 people were shot and four were killed. Why don't we hear about those are lots of mass shootings right there? Or is like we don't, why don't we hear about it at all? It's kind of amazing. Then seven people were wounded and one dead to this past weekend. Like that's three or if not more in a two week span just in the city of Chicago. But we don't hear about that. that because it's run by a certain party. So, you know, those things that are happening there all the time. Literally more there than there's been, you know, like in the whole country combined, like, and this happens like every weekend, just that one from the 14th and 15th, that, yeah, it was 13th, 14th, Monday was 15th, I believe, but like 40 shot and four killed in one weekend in Chicago. Guess what? That's a lot of mass shootings right there. No one talks about it in a place with all these strict gun laws. Mike is getting rid of guns from law abiding people and making it physically impossible almost for them to own them doesn't make the problem go away. In fact, it only encourages criminals to do dumb things because, well, they're the ones that have all the guns. You know, you make really, I mean, you can't even own like a taser, you sell own tasers, I believe I saw, in the city of Chicago. But, you know, why do they ever need that for, you know, self-protection when they're living in a place where, you know, over 40 people get shot every weekend. See, they don't mention it because that doesn't fit their fancy little narrative that, you know, assault-style weapons and law-abiding gun owners, they're the ones causing all this. No, no, I mean, yeah, it's a system a little flawed. Yeah, all systems are flawed, but, I mean, 44 in one weekend in Chicago, not even an iota. I'm not trying to like compare the two, but that's what two and a half times more than happened in the Atlanta and Boulder shootings combined in one city in one weekend where it happens all the time in a place that has very strict gun laws, self-defense tasers. Like they have all kinds of laws for all kinds of everything and look at their numbers. So, Oh, it's criminals. Yeah. Lots of criminals, but I mean, why make it harder for people like non-criminals to own, you know, weapons to be able to carry them when there's criminals out there shooting places up left, right, and indifferently? Doesn't make a lick of sense to anyone that actually has any common sense or, I don't know, functioning brain in between their ears. Like it's not the most complicated thing, the compl- most complicated process ever. It just takes a little bit of a brain to figure out what in the world is going on. And, you know, then the light will be seen. Like, it makes absolutely zero sense 
to try to take anyone's Second Amendment rights away, make it harder for them when you see what's happening in Chicago. Places like that every single day. It's not that it, it's. Now it's just that I just don't understand. Like, like all you have to do is look up like you know actual mass shootings, like around the country, like all the places, and look where a lot of them happen in places where it's very hard to own guns or anything for self-defense. Like, and pistols are the ones doing most of these. I mean, rifles are only, I think, 264. People get murdered, 264 of them, I think, in 2019, were by rifles. Compared to the over 6,000, I believe it was, for handguns. I mean, the numbers are kind of staggering between the two. Yet you never see them going after trying to get rid of pistols. At least not yet. They get their way. You know, sadly, they're probably going to use, yeah, executive action from what I saw to do it. Because, yeah, they know they don't have the votes because, yeah, it's unconstitutional to do what they want to do. Um, And then there's people that are like, oh, but. But there's states that said they're not going to enforce it. Like, and you can still have them, yes. But see, to those people that make that argument, yeah, it's not going to be fully enforceable if the states don't agree. Yeah, but it's the mere fact that they're going there. Like, shall not be infringed upon. It's really actually like we're not joking. It's in the Constitution. And here they are, by executive action of all things, infringing on it. At least attempting to. Yeah, thank God the states circumvent the Fed, but, I mean, not all the states are going to do it. It's going to cause so much stupid and chaos. And, like, even though these numbers are like this, they still, like, keep just trying to make it more difficult. Like, in their cities, it make it almost impossible to have them. Look at the crime rates in all those places. A lot of them have sucked, and a lot of them are going up. I mean, seriously, sit down and look it up. You can find really a lot of stuff, and you'll go, huh, I wonder why they did only mention these two and not the ones yeah, that are happening in cities all over the place with really strict, tight gun laws where criminals are just running amok all the time. Just like all these things happen in gun-free zones for the most part. Amazing, isn't it? When, yeah. They know there's... Very, very slim and unlikelihood that anyone's going to be there and be able to shoot back. Like, so I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't even own any. Thank my ex wife for that one. I don't own any at all. Don't own one. But, you know, doesn't, you know, but I still understand the use of them and I'm not trying to, you know, just listen to narratives that are fed to me by idiots that don't care that are protected, I might add, by armed security and police officers like, you know, mayors and governors and the senators and congressmen men and women and all that, like that are all guarded by armed people. But so they're allowed to be protected at all times, especially as it's getting their protection is getting paid for by your taxpayer dollars. It's okay for them to be protected, but they're trying to make it more difficult for you to protect yourself and your family with the same style weapons that are protecting them. If they're supposed to like represent us and our needs, not the other, like they're not our leaders. They're our representatives. 
I mean, they're the ones making all these rules and laws and stuff, but I mean, our elected officials, elected, which means we put them there. They're making our taxpayer dollars, using our taxpayer dollars to pay for their security. And yet they're trying to take it, like your ability to have the same thing. Like, and there's so many people that like fall for it. It's just mind boggling and sickening and disgusting. And so many other words that I'm not at liberty to say right now, but. And I just, I don't get it. But they only go after, again, those two. They, you know, they only talk about the Dems in the media. They only talk about the mass shootings that fit what they need it to fit. Like I shooting up a bunch of massage parlors, six of the eight victims were Asian women. Boom, racism. Assault-style weapon. Boom, fits their narrative. Something that's been happening in Chicago... New York, Baltimore, I'm sure there's a lot of places. Chattanooga, I mean, Knoxville, the list goes on and on. If you look up, you know, the most violent cities in the country. I mean, like, it just keeps going and going. But just, you know, remember, though, they're allowed to have armed guards with those weapons protecting them, but you're not allowed to have them yourself. That doesn't sound like some communism right there. Some scumbaggery, chicanery, corruptness, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what is. But now, quick word for sponsors at Anchor. Now to get to the other part of the madness that is happening right now. Figured I'd go back down to the situation at the border now that, you know, seen more pictures, more senators went down there and actually got into these facilities. Went down, you know, we're on the boats in the Gulf with the Border Patrol and all them. You know, it's it the, the biggest part I got, you know, from it, the biggest takeaway. You know, minus like, you know, some craziness from like Juan Williams when they saw literally there were videos of kids literally just just lined up right next to each other, sleeping on mats on the floor. You know, oh, but they have their, you know, thermal blankets on to keep them warm. It's like they're packed in their, like, sardines on top of one another during COVID. Look, he's, but, of course, he's a liberal, so he says, that's okay. Look, look, we're being nice and helpful. Yeah, by encouraging them to keep making this trek for that many thousands of miles. And all these kids, like you're saying, all these kids, like, unaccompanied minors are coming from, like, Honduras and Guatemala and all that places and making that many... Thousands of miles trip. Like, and they're figuring it out. All on their own. All these unaccompanied, like, single-digit-year-old minors. Like, minus the stupid that is involved in actually believing that. Because you have to be dumb to believe that. Um, The biggest part I got from it was, one, Biden's people down there blocking the GOP senators from taking, you know, videos of how many people were crammed in there, you know, the times when they got to get up in their way so they couldn't, you know, do it. Um, They're now asking for volunteers to deploy to the border for up to 120 days to help the surge that, you know, they say isn't a crisis so we don't need to worry about, even though there's like keep renting out like, you know, hotel rooms and convention centers all over the place keep housing all these people, but you know, no, there's no problem down there. We're not having a giant ungodly, like 
surge of human beings, probably bigger than like the biggest thing we've seen in 20 years. I think we're going to tower over that. And that's, you know, for a later date because, well, I have to wait until we actually cross that line. But I'm also like the Biden administration asking the GOP senators and them to delete the photos and videos that they took of these people packed in their like sardines at these migrant facilities during COVID. I mean, packed in there like that regardless. I mean, if there wasn't COVID, it's still disgusting to have that many people like in places like sardines. But during COVID, when there's like 10% at least positive rate in these things, it means all these people are near each other. It means we all then have to, you know, house them and treat them and stuff because of, you know, one person, then they have a chance, you know, that many hundreds of people, like the whole building can get and go down. Like, you know, I just don't get it. Like people are okay with not being able to go to like restaurants, bars. People are fighting to go to church and all this all the time. Kids can't go to school. People couldn't go to work. Like all this stuff is, yeah. But we can have like people packed in there, like sardines that aren't even, U.S. citizens getting medical care, put up in hotels and education, all this stuff. Like they're like, look how much they're packed in there. You're not a lot. You can tell you might be able to go and see your families and have like with a few family members and have a barbecue on the Fourth of July. Might be able to, but they can have buildings down there at the border, like up over thousand percent capacity. People rammed in there on top of each other for this line. That's okay. Again, it's the redonkulous amount of hypocrisy and stupid that is involved in all of this. Like, I mean, we can't have our lives as citizens, but they can you know, be packed in there, jammed in there like sardines, get hotel rooms, education, health care for free, I might add, from the government. You know, your taxpayer dollars are paying for everything for them. While you're, a lot of cases, a lot of you, like in schools and stuff, aren't allowed to do like anything. Yeah, you know, I mean, that is what it is. I mean, I used to hate the phrase, it is what it is, but yeah, you know, I get it now. And it's because I'm old, old enough to understand it, appreciate it, mature. I don't know. But I mean, having buildings a thousand percent capacity, you know, hell, anywhere near a hundred percent capacity right now because of COVID, because, you know, they're going to get released into the country. You know, and they're doing it inside of just a couple of days, which means it could be negative then. And we've all seen how, yeah, people test negative in the morning, and then boom, suddenly positive in the afternoon, and that could just cause all kinds of chaos. Man, in all kinds of communities, which start locking everything back down again, if you know anything like that were to happen. I'm not saying it's going to, but it's a very good possibility. And everyone's okay, though. We're helping people. Why don't we help ourselves? And if it's not a problem. What's going on down there? Why are they always asking the GOP whenever they're down there, senators and their congressional people, they get pictures and videos of these people just jammed in there. I mean, why do they keep asking them to delete them and people blocking the way so they can't take them, putting the Border Patrol people in you know, gag orders and all that? Like, like, if those aren't giant red flags... To you, just as a human being, that yeah, there's probably something going on here. They won't let anyone talk. They're yeah, 
begging people for to like delete any photos or videos that they got while they were in there visiting it, asking for all kinds of volunteers for up to 120 days to help with the problem. Guess what? They can say it's not a crisis all they want and call it a challenge. It's a crisis. It is a big crisis, and this is going to prove to be, I'm pretty sure, worse than like all of Trump's years combined just at once. And then, oh, there's always an influx. Now, there's always people, but, you know, not just able to walk right down the road and just come right in. Back, you know, and there's like the finished wall and all that, or drive through the thing and look how many accents, like where people were jammed into SUVs and stuff in a couple of weeks. There's at least three that I saw that killed all kinds of people trying to barrel them into the country in places where they know no one's looking. And I just drive through the gate, here you go, by. I mean, about three accents, a whole ton of people involved. Though we wouldn't have never known that they even came in if they didn't get tragically into accidents and pass away, because no matter what, it's still a human life. And, I mean, like, cartels and all of them, you know they're actually making, you don't have to have a brain to actually understand they're the ones pulling all the strings and they're the ones making a lot, just a killing off of this. Making sure that, you know, these kids get to there. Because then once they get there and they get let in, well, then they could let other alleged family members move in because they're there. They're not going to send them back. Well, why are they sending, like, tiny single-digit-year-old kids, like, allegedly across, you know, three countries? Through all of Mexico and all that to get up to our border. Like, no way in hell a kid that young is, like, that's just, no. Like, you have to be dumb to believe that. Again. It's for lack of a better term, but you have to be an idiot if you think that they're making it that far. And somehow it's still a challenge. It's not a crisis. It's a challenge. Well, you know, the convention centers are getting rented out. Hotel rooms are getting rented out. You're asking for volunteers for up to four months. I mean, your building's down there well over 100% capacity. Contemplating sending people up north to get processed up there, which is more taxpayer dollars to get them up there because they're so swamped, letting people go without court dates, telling them to go show up at their ICE office and all that to go and get their own court dates. So they you know, set it up and do all that like because there are just so many people. Like, I'm sorry, that's a crisis. That's a problem, and you're dumb if you don't think it is. No other way around it. No point in trying to be nice. People are that dumb. What's the point of being nice? It's not going to get you anywhere. Except pissed off. And I mean, who really wants to have that problem? Who wants to be pissed off for that long, really? So. It is what it is. But I mean, I just wish that all people on the other side would, you know, wake up and just look at the actual facts. Like... We're a country with borders and laws. We shouldn't be taking care of like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands at this point of people that are just straight up blatantly disregarding our laws, especially when it's leaders encouraging this stuff and saying we need to help them. I'm sorry, we have borders, we have laws. We're not just letting people from Europe and all over other places just come barreling over our border and saying, here you go, bye, have fun. Like, no, they have to do it legally like you do in every other country. So it's a little food for thought. Hopefully, you know, 
because there's just somebody out there, most of you who, you know, at least should be able to agree with it, because it's not that hard of a concept if you think about it. Follow the law, come in the right way. Boom. Don't just come in and know that you're going to get processed and just sent wherever the hell you want to after a couple of days, because, well, it's going to encourage all kinds of just people that we don't want here, bad actors and cartels and human trafficking and scumbaggery across the board. Then we all know once you can't pay the cartel, they own you pretty much for, yeah, ever till they get their money back. So it's never good. Drugs, sex trafficking, all kinds of stuff, but no, we shall see. I'm sure this isn't the last time I'm going to talk about it. So hopefully it gets better, but I, for one, I'm not holding my breath on it at all. With all that being said, I want to say thank you to everyone for checking me out and listening. Follow the page, of course, for all updates. Be kind to each other. Be good to each other. Have a good day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have some good conversations. Have some good food. Enjoy another person's company. And until next time, my friends, peace.